friends. It's good to see you again. I'm Brian. And I'm Joe. Let's, let's start, start the show. show. Yeah, man. Let's start the show 59. I was ready to pause. I know. I was like, all right, I'll just... I wasn't looking at you and I was pretending like I wasn't <laughs> ready to pause. I was really trying to like, you know, seem seem in it. Mm-hmm. Like I was going to say something. I was trying to put that... Did I do do well? No. I oh, know, I know oh, exactly you what you're doing okay. the whole time. I was you like, knew I was trying not to. I was like, I'll just say, just hello. You know, maybe I could think... Because we already have a, an intro. Mm-hmm. My mind is like, you don't need to intro. You already no, intro go right into it. Yeah, okay. That's what we're doing. Hello, listener. If you're 59, if you're listening, um, some of you, this is your 59th time listening to us. Hey, yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging on with us. As you see, we're polishing things up, getting better every day or every week, twice a week. Every, every other, every, every others of the days. Yeah. And we've got all those cool things. If you were listening to one of the other episodes, I can't remember when. But uh, we were kind of teasing you with, uh, hey, we're going to have these cool things happening. Darn it, if those things are going to happen, a um, couple of them have been confirmed. So cool episodes with cool interviews coming down the pipe. But I won't bore you again with the details. You'll just have to go back to the other episodes. And be like, what was he talking about? Well, the yeah, and the next, the next episode's going to be not not a swap an episode swap but it's going to be well no 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 we're going to be on their podcast that's what it's going to be yep we're going to be on theirs and so you'll have to go to we're no damn experts for their next well i don't know when it's going to release but we're going there on monday Mm -hmm. monday and we're going to be on their podcast we're going to have them on us we have we have to yep maybe we could i wonder if we could just do the same thing i don't know Uh, i mean same day yeah, that's too much. I was just something. Yeah, and I was going to say like we could just take that audio and put it on ours as well, but that's that's cheap to our listeners. I would do it. Our, <laughs> I mean, our listeners know we're che- at least I'm cheap. Oh, okay. They'll be like, I, I can expect something cheap, but just we'll, put our intro on there. We'll let it slide. Yeah. But it'll sound like they're running it the whole time. It'll have their feel instead of ours, which should be kind of interesting because they have a they have a cool dynamic. You know, and um, the thing I like about them, I think we've already kind of touched on it a few times, but the the focus of just wanting people to stay in hotels, mm-hmm. it's just something I've never heard before. And when I heard it, I was like, oh, I guess that makes sense. It just, I'm still I'm still perplexed that there is a board of directors for people that are that are like just all getting around and wondering how we can come up with different ways that people could we can trick people into staying in a hotel here and or entice not trick i was gonna say so so like (laughs) you're saying trick and then also i think there's i mean there's more behind it that's just the easiest way to say their mission but i can say trick them into a good time because if you think great falls right they're not trying to get them to do something that they're gonna hate no you're gonna like it's just like how do we get more people like like bozeman and missoula and kalispell to Mm -hmm. to come and stay here because if they stay in a hotel they're gonna try this restaurant they're gonna eat breakfast here they're Mm -hmm. gonna stop by this store and so the the idea behind we need to get people to stay in hotels is more than just build up the hotel industry you know and and you know it's it's like let's get them to stay here so they can see how how good great falls is it's just, uh, I guess, so that makes sense. But I guess as a, 
I guess as the mission, st- the bullet point of the mission statement that was described to me, it right. was still weird. Yeah, you know? it's just an easy, I think it's just an easy way to say what they're trying to get people to do. It would be like but if it does I, sound cheap. It sounds. I kind of want to do yeah. something similar. Like I want to, I want to like get a group of people together and entice them to come to Great Falls and um, steal all of the ketchup packets from mm. the McDonald's on 10th. Mm. You know, I just, and I want to get a group of people together to do that. Cause I mean, you're going to, people will come to town. They're going to have to have a plan. Um, and while they're here, stealing the ketchup packets, they'll have to buy bags to put the ketchup packets in. They're got to go to a local store. Yep. And we'll have people here with like just pamphlets for local hotels. It'll be a win win. Like mm. as they're stealing the ketchup packets, we'll be like, hey, Thanks for um, utilizing our free um, ketchup. Um, while you're utilizing that in our fair city, maybe you could stay at um, like the Fairfield Inn or possibly the Sip and Dip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like that idea. My ideas I don't are. I think it's a good one. My ideas are not just good; they're cerebrally good. Like you, you don't you don't see the whole picture. You got to see it in action. I think is the thing. You got to see an example. Yeah, no, I'm, and, and you know, I'm, I'm open to the idea. I'm open to the idea to see, to see how the ketchup packet stealing idea works. I don't know why I chose ketchup packets. <laughs> ketchup has been on my mind a lot lately because I, I've been watching a lot of um, cooking channels. Mm. And it's like, it's the secret ingredient in every meal. Like in every, like I was watching like stir fry or oh, this soup and they're cooking in a wok. And then they're like, oh, and here's our secret ingredient. And they just squirt in some regular old Heinz, Heinz ketchup or is it Heinz? Whatever. Whoever makes ketchup. Yeah. And it's just perplexing to me. Like this I thought maybe ketchup's been on your mind because you felt behind. No. <laughs> <laughs> Got to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just, it was, uh, I, it, it's a couple things have been happening to me like that. Like, I don't understand how and why ketchup can be in everything and how it's so cool and adds umami to everything. That's confusing to me because I'm like, it goes on a hot dog and a hamburger and fries, but not if you have ranch. Cause I mean, fries with ranch is obviously better. Mm-hmm. I mean, I might be a minority there. Um, but also there's a phrase that I need help with that I've been hearing every single place in every like ketchup is okay. So I see it. Basically I'm surprised to see it in Asian cooking. That's where I'm surprised where uh, in non-American meals. I'm like, what the secret ingredients ketchup. Um, the other thing is the phrase let's go. Now, have you noticed it's been, it's been used a lot. Everyone everywhere uses the phrase Let's go. And it, there was a time when I did not notice anything like that. But then all of a sudden I was watching um, like that mini golf show. Have you seen this mini golf? Um, no. I'm just going to say no right away. Mm, I it, haven't. It's a funny one. So it's, gosh, I'm not probably going to. It's, so it's a funny mini golf show. And um, it's all goofs. You know what I mean? And um, just every time someone is yelling something, and I noticed it the first few episodes, they would yell, let's go. And I thought, oh, maybe that's that that guy's catchphrase. Okay, let's go. Oh, neat. You know, it's like get after it or whatever. Um, then I just happen to notice it's everywhere. Like every show that I watch, someone is like, and I was all like, let's go. You know, and I was like, what? How? 
it, it was let's go like in a super popular hip-hop song and i just missed it and everyone's like well we all say let's go now like that's the phrase that we use you know what what do we use when i was when i was younger um i would when i was saying like let's go I, I would i would scream like hell yeah or something like that you know like just some happy thing that i would scream but nowadays it's let's go um so i don't know if it i, I first noticed it with tom brady so tom brady uh is a professional quarterback the oldest in like the history the longest running quarterback like played for the patriots for a long time many people hate the patriots because of tom brady now he plays for tampa bay is he like that unbeatable guy that everyone hates and right. he's so good and right. also and he's won good more looking. super bowls than anybody else okay. he's really good looking he um kisses his kids on the mouth people are weirded oh out by my that god um and uh he he has like this so for him in the off season when football is not on he has his own island Mm-hmm. Where everyone that works on that island is on, like their only goal is whatever their service is. If it's cleaning the bathroom, if it's making his food, if it's setting up a lawn chair, uh-huh. is how does this make Tom Brady a better football player? That's oh. their only goal. Okay. And so he has like personal trainers, dietitians, nannies. Their whole goal is how does this make Tom Brady a better football player? Well, okay. when he was playing for the Patriots, he wasn't really on social media. He didn't have like a Twitter or an Instagram. Well, now that he's playing for Tampa Bay, he's not under the same kind of rules and he's on social media. And so he's, I don't know if it started with him though, but he's just like, let's go. Right. And that's like the thing. But it's, it's, it's not like this catchphrase has been around forever. Like it's what I say to my kids when we're leaving for the grocery store. Right. But but I feel like now everyone says it. Yeah. Like it's the, it is the thing. Oh, like, uh, remember get some. Oh, get some. Remember right. screaming, get some? Right. Okay. Right. And um, now it's the thing. Now, like, let's go is the thing. Um, Canadians say a weird thing. I did just put you on the inst- our Instagram story. Okay. Um, Complaining about let's go? No, you're <laughs> shouting let's go. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're, you're, you're on the story now. So if you guys were watching, you know, a couple of days ago on our story, you'll see Joe doing what he's confused about doesn't make sense let's go yeah (laughs) um so that makes sense so that's what i was thinking i was like who is the influencer like the super influencer that has used this word and then maybe even uses it a lot as a catchphrase now this tom brady thing makes sense yeah so i think it could be tom brady he also he also uses lfg which, based on our listening demographic, we try not to use the F very much. So it's the fudging thing? Yeah. Okay. Let, let's fudging go. Oh. So LFG is like like the big thing. So if you see LFG somewhere, that's what it is. Okay. I wouldn't know what it was otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. And then and so there's also um, Let's Go Brandon. Yeah. You, but, know, but you know about that, right? With with Biden. That is, yes. And and. I think it's funny. I think it's a, um, I thought it was a very clever, <laughs> a lot of people get really upset about it, but I just thought it was a funny thing. They noticed it was happening. A reporter got it wrong. And isn't that neat? It wasn't, it was Joe Biden. So they were, they were saying fudge Joe Biden mm-hmm. and he could hear it while talking to a reporter and he goes, let's go Brandon. And he, 
He no, said no. it. I, it was, uh, um, yeah, they were screaming F Joe Biden, but it was like uh, the reporter was. Um, oh, it was a reporter. I thought it was Joe Biden. It was a reporter it. like that was interviewing like a football player. And the reporter actually thought they were, she, they, the whole crowd was saying, let's go Brandon because the football player's name was Brandon. You know what I mean? So she thought that, oh, everyone's like getting behind you now. That's cool. And he's like, oh, that's not what they're saying. <laughs> so that was the viral moment. Okay. And so that to me is funny. And a you few know? people now have said it while on interviews with Joe Biden. Yeah. Let's mm, go, Brandon. I don't know if I'd, I don't know if I'd choose my time with the president to, I mean, it's, well, on the other hand, you know, if you just hate him, I mean, sure. Take, the, well, take and a the, shot. And the, the, the whole, so this, this, ties in with what one thing that we wanted to talk about on today's show and it's a good way to talk about it too because we're not getting into politics we're just noticing like a overarching social thing that's happening that's been right illuminated by this movie you and i both watched this movie yeah um don't look up which i use i would have done the same thing as you like tried to avoid the movie because everybody was watching it so i've never watched game of thrones i've never seen a single episode of it your life is blessed because yeah, of it i didn't watch um what is it the the one where they walked around blindfolded bird bird cage bird nope i don't know that one maybe i avoided it too yeah i avoided that because everybody was watching it was near the beginning of covid and like if they like if they see they end up killing themselves or something i can't remember what it oh, is interesting bird okay. cage hmm. <sighs> I, don't know. I know I'm wrong. Now I feel dumb. Okay, <laughs> I feel dumb. We'll get. But I, ne- I never watched. I never watched that one. Um, and so I try to avoid things that just everybody's doing to do. Mm-hmm. But this, I hadn't heard of the movie before. Yes, yeah, so and watched so it. I, I watch it. You, on the other hand, same kind of thing. You're like, oh, I don't want to watch this. Yeah, everybody's watching it. I'd but seen we a both ton of things. Ended up watching it within the last week or two. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And uh, the whole time. So if you don't know, this movie is is trying to be as slapsticky realistic as possible right. about our culture and social media and there's uh, there's no spoilers like there's an asteroid coming mm-hmm. real scientists are trying to tell people about it but all of the celebrities including like the president and mm-hmm. and all of them are more worried about like how much money they can make and how much it brings them you know, social media presence. And so to tie in with our conversation, Mm -hmm. if you're on with Joe Biden and you say, let's go Brandon, it's only going to get you more views. So it doesn't really matter. It used to be about like how you can, even if you don't respect the person, you respect the office, you respect the position, you respect Mm -hmm. the country, you wouldn't say, let's go Brandon. Right. Now, all of that is out the window. Yeah. It's only about, will this get me 3000 more likes? Mm Mm-hmm. And if, if the answer is yes, you do it, whatever that thing is. Yep. And so um, that's kind of the premise of this movie. And so what did you what did you think of the movie? So it, to me, it, I know you haven't. So we talked about that you have not seen Idiocracy. So I highly recommend to see Idiocracy. Oh, yeah. And so that was from like the 90s. 90s or 2000s. Yeah, go ahead and... Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna Google it you, right now. You Google it and I'll, I'll let you know why. I just... They, they, they're like the same movie to me. It's like... it's 2006. Ba- it's basically like... Um, it, it's like, let's make a movie and really try to illuminate what many people are frustrated with. You know, it feels like in the world at large, you know how we live it, it kind of feels like we're back in high school and this metaphor has nothing to do with either movie i'm just trying to explain myself so you remember when you were back in high school and like you had let's say the nerds 
the call. I mean, the, just the smart people that weren't as popular, let's say. Um, and they would, and they would have an opinion and they would want to do something and they would maybe even bring it to, um, student government council. Let's say they wanted to get something done. Right. But if the most popular cheerleader and the captain of the football team wanted to not do that, well, guess what? It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Um, and if you want someone, someone to represent you in student council, let's say that is super smart, gets good grades, um, and is nice to people, many not every time, but many times, um, it's not going to happen. It's going to be the person that bullies people, the captain of the football team or the captain of the cheerleader team, the popular people, the beautiful people, sometimes with more money than you type of people. So these movies are just kind of like um, showing you how those type of people get into politics and business and how it affects all the culture. And it's really not any different um, when you grow up. It's the same thing. You know, um, think, think, about, think about every scientist right now that has an opinion on whatever topical thing that you want to talk about. And then, and then just think about how hard it is to get anyone to listen to you these days. Just, you can just say, hey, I'm a scientist and just watch people's eyes roll. Oh, scientist, huh? Well, I've got these crystals, see? I've got this, I've got this um, secret Twitter group, see, that has secret clearance, see? You know what I mean? And it's like, um, those are just popular people with a lot of money learning how to dupe people into thinking a thing. It's like the, it's like, it used to be just cults. Cults would do that, you know? They would have some charismatic leader that would be like, this is actually the truth and the way, and this is what we should do, and a bunch of people would just believe them. But it would only be like, hmm, maybe a couple hundred people. It wouldn't be the whole country, you know? Or it wouldn't be like a, a super big part of one of our two huge, or both of our huge um, political parties, you know? But that's what it feels like is happening today. And that's what this movie was all about, like... Yeah, we've got the we've got the bazillion dollar telescope um, telling us that this um, world killer is coming at us. Um, should be easy enough that we just tell the leaders of the free world who are supposed to protect us that this is happening. Here's the proof, and have them kick the protection things into action. But what then really happens is kind of some weird Kardashian esque. TV show nonsense where everyone is just worried about how many, like you said, likes or clicks or views or attention that they're going to get and how it's going to play for their reputation. And they don't care at all about, well, the real science and this real science that has life or death consequences. And we can't even get people to look up and agree that, yeah, that's a comet coming at us and we can actually see it. Mm -hmm. Because if you have someone with enough clout saying, no, it ain't. That's, that's, that's propaganda. That's the other side that doesn't like you. That's propaganda trying to trick people exactly like you. And so don't, don't even believe that science crap. And then madness ensues. And it felt so topical, like everyone was saying, so topical. Right. It, it's, it's right in cue with, with where we're at. And I mean, we've even talked about some of the the difficulties in just um, gaining a little bit of clout and social media so we can promote a podcast we're doing, how yeah. hard it is because we're not doing like clickbaity things. Yeah. But if we, if we, the whole time we're talking, we've even tried a few times, not, but not even on purpose. We weren't like designing the podcast to talk about clickbaity things. We just ended up talking about vaccinations or whatever. Right. <clears throat> it hasn't helped. But if, if, if we wanted to, you know, so in this one, one of my one of the the keywords in this is definitely going to be don't look up right right it, it, for the sole purpose to try to get us a few more listeners 
Yeah, and we hope it works. Because <laughs> but but it's, it's so frustrating to just like promote something that we think is good, is, is our thing, without cheesing out. Mm-hmm. And it's it, so hard to do that now. Yeah, and yeah, I, I'm looking right now for ways to cheese out, yep. you know, currently. Because I'm like, I put out um, on Instagram and Facebook, I'm sharing to both, um, the thing that I do. The, the music thing that I do and it's what I do for a living. I'm relatively good at it. And I would think that of my nearly 1800 friends on my Facebook that I've been on since 2006 and pretty active on, um, I could get maybe, maybe over a hundred views. Right. And I will tell you honestly of the 19 videos that I've posted to Facebook, I think two of them have gotten over a hundred which which you then and i'm not i'm not trying to speak for you mm-hmm. I, i'm saying if i was in your shoes you then don't blame facebook right you blame your friends or i blame myself right? for not being more interesting right like wow did i am i not as good as i thought i was but it Dang. has everything to do with facebook and the algorithm instagram and the algorithm so and many people are like they'll go back to like old old videos that i put up weeks ago and we're like wow this is great as if it's the first time they've seen it yep. and i think it is the first time they've yep. seen it because facebook doesn't want to show them that because it's not clickbaity mm-hmm. it's promoting you not getting vaccinated or putting on a mask or yep. or I, I don't know the new social media whatever thing so if i just like wrote a song wearing a mask um and named it um Fuck, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> I would probably get a bunch of <laughs> right, <laughs> and people be like, "What? That's not how you say it. You're saying it wrong. It's it's cooler because we're using." Oh wait, maybe he has a point, and then they'll click on it. But I can't. I don't. I'm not interested. I I don't. I don't want to ridicule the office of the president, and I also don't want to praise it. I I'm. I'm I think he's doing a job just like I think of every other government person I've ever seen do a job. (laughs) And that goes in, that goes into a little bit of the conversation we've had now that we're adults, um, at least pretending to be adults. We've, we've noticed in a lot of the the jobs we've had, not one in particular, just in, in a conglomerate as you deal with other people in their professions, most adults in the United States are pretending. Oh Yeah. Right. And so it just, it gets so difficult to try to be real mm-hmm. when everyone else is pretending. It's like, no, we're, we're really recording a podcast. We're really putting something out there that we think people will enjoy. Mm-hmm. And when, when we say pretending, like think about um, anyone that you've ever worked with that you know doesn't have the skills to have that job. And, and you question how they even got to where they are. Well, and I'm not trying to be mean, but like the president, that's what made me think of it. Like the president. Mm-hmm. It's like, how did he get that job? Mm-hmm. Out of, out of, I'm not trying to be insulting to him. Oh, gotcha. Out of 300 million people. Oh, right. You I know mean. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. honestly, if we were to pick, it, it would definitely be like somebody that, that went to college for you know, maybe uh, international relations or something, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, what what do you want from your country? Do you want, you know, uh, I mean, even until so we can go to the previous president, mm-hmm. maybe people wanted somebody that ran a business. I can get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you probably wouldn't pick someone that's been bankrupt a couple yeah. times. Yeah. Right? Uh, and, and so it's just like, how did they get the job? And it's, it's based off this, uh, back to the movie too, the social media, who you know, mm-hmm. how you grew up, mm-hmm. where you've been kind of thing. It used to make more sense like 
even the presidency, like they used to like all have military experience. And that used to be like this big thing that they would weigh a lot. Like, oh, they have military experience, but what do they do in the military? And now they don't care. They're like, oh, well, how many likes does he have? Or can we get this guy elected based on our algorithms? Right. And, and that's, and yeah. And so with, with Biden, it's not like how many likes he can get. It's how much negative attention can he avoid? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, you know, Trump was the polar opposite. It was yeah. just negative attention every single day for something So new. many voters were just like, I don't like Biden, but he's not Trump. So good on you, bro. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just not being Trump. And so so you asked me a question um, and you're like, you know, we can talk about on the podcast or not about like Ooh. my my stress level in life. Do you want to get into it? it well, I kind of want to tie that into what we're talking about. Can I can I present it first? OK. OK. So um, a couple people of our of our listeners have come to me and said, you know, I've noticed Brian's personality has changed. And I said, you know, I've kind of noticed it, too, because I talk with them every week. Right. You know, I, and, but now that you're saying it, I'm now thinking, cause I wasn't thinking about it before. I'm always a, whatever happens in the podcast, let me just be open and nice and polite and we'll just go with the flow. And I'm not really, I don't have time to analyze how's Brian really coming off today. You know what I mean? I, right, I don't right. have time. Yep. But when they said that, I was like, Hmm, you know, I guess you're kind of right. And then I started to listen back to some other ones. I was like, yeah, there was something in the tone of your voice, maybe the topics, the way you would answer questions, and then that kind of changed around the John Harris, around the American Barbarians time frame. And I was thinking, well, maybe he's stressed about becoming a sheriff and all this stuff, and then it didn't happen. And you're between jobs and maybe considering not going back to a regular job now. I know how stressful that is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we were, I guess we all were having questions. So, yeah, yeah. And so um, I, I pride myself on being like the same person, whether it's on the podcast or riding around in the truck or whatever. But Mm -hmm. I I definitely realize there's a difference between, you know, Brian in episode eight to Brian in episode 59 now. Mm -hmm. Um, And the the difference is the filter of whatever profession I was in or pursuing Mm -hmm. had a filter on me where I, I, I needed to not because of who I am and necessarily what I believe, but what that I didn't want to present myself in a way that organization, whether it was Childbridge or, you know, when I tried to work for the sheriff's department, where the, where they wanted to kind of like view me or, or be viewed. Yeah. Because when you're, when you're working for anyone, you're a representative and, and an image of that, just like we're talking about the president. Yep. He's not just the president and Joe Biden. He's a representation of the United States. He's a picture of us. And, yeah. and we, and, and especially people outside the United States, when they look at us, the first thing they're going to see is him. Yeah. And that's a picture of who we are as mm-hmm. a country. Mm-hmm. And so it's the same thing when, you know, you're working for a nonprofit Christian organization, there's certain topics of conversation you, you kind of want to stay away from. Mm-hmm. And when you do dabble in them, I'm going to handle them a little bit differently than I would just as me, Brian. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that like the biggest thing is um, I've made a few sexual innu- innuendos. Mm-hmm. In the last few episodes that I definitely wouldn't have before. Yeah, you gotcha. Know, you know, eggplant or or banana jokes, right? I'm with um, you. Anything phallic shaped. <laughs> um, you don't want to have that as a representation for people that are donating, you know, maybe 
five figures a year to a nonprofit. Yeah, they don't want that sound bite coming across someone's right, desk. Right, right. <laughs> then you go to them later and say, hey, do you want to donate to this organization that's helping foster kids? You know, because you sound like that now when yeah. they hear you. Let's talk about that joke. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so and so now, now with me, like, I would say it's just like more me because there's not this filter of another organization. And yeah, this is the longest I've been without a, a, a career or job since I was 16. How's it going for you? Oh, so good. Like, and, but, but also at the same time, you and I kind of talked about this, but it's, it's difficult to then, you know, I just get back from a vacation in Florida. I, I did this uh, guided hog hunt mm-hmm. and the guide asked, you know, what do you do for a living? And okay. the guy I was with is an engineer. And so, you know, when people hear that, they're like, Ooh, yeah, you know, this yeah, guy's smart, makes some he, money. He looks back to me and he goes, what do you do? And I'm like, I'm unemployed. <laughs> and, uh, and I said, I do a podcast and he's like, wait, wait, really? Like he was, <laughs> he was like caught off guard yeah. that what? I would be, I would be spending money on a hog hunt and I'm like this unemployed podcaster. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you know, this isn't, this isn't where I planned and pictured my life being, uh, I'll be 40 in April. But, uh, what, what people may not know, and I, I don't even know. So this all ties together, right? Like I don't know so much is is a concern of what people perceive of you. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like I have to say, and we've talked about this to be, be, before, when you say you're a musician, you have to say it, and I pay all my bills. Right. right? You have to say that. Mm-hmm. Listen, everyone listening to this podcast, whether you're a friend of mine or you've been listening and you're like, man, I'm concerned. Brian's been not in a job since the end of September, mm-hmm. October, November, December, mid-January, three and a half months, right? Well, Childbridge took care of me. Mm-hmm. So I was making money still, not working for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, severance is what they call. My, my position at Childbridge was no longer available. They felt that they needed to compensate, and I am very grateful for that. Mm-hmm. And so then the first couple months, like I don't even really need to do anything. I'm yeah. still getting paid from them. Well, I'm also a disabled vet. Yeah, man. And so being a disabled vet, the, the government gives me money because they, they injured me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they pay me money every month. Mm-hmm. I also do foster care mm-hmm. and the government pays me money to mm-hmm. care for kids that, that other people aren't caring for mm-hmm. that otherwise would be in a group home setting and probably not end up a family setting is a much better place for a child to grow. Yeah. Um, and so that helps pay for my children and, and you know, the bills to, to care for these, these children. My wife works mm-hmm. and, and my bills are getting paid. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm, I, for the first time in my life, I've always wanted a job so people know that I'm a manly husband, father, vet that don't need, need no, no support. Yeah. But I kind of don't care what people think anymore. Yeah. I was thinking like the pastor job, I mean, to a lesser extent, the car salesman job is kind of bottom of the rung, but there is a certain respect you know, people know like, oh, this guy probably knows sales. He probably, if he's any good at it, probably makes okay money at it, you know. Um, and then you go to pastor. Pastor is almost, you know, questionless job. You're like, oh, you're a pastor? Well, I just assume all these good things about you. Mm-hmm. You, you, don't have to, mm-hmm. you don't have to say them. And then if you were to become a cop, well, then you would just, you just have to say, well, I'm a cop. And then people would go, oh, well, bless your heart. And I just love the, th- thank you so much, blah, 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 blah. There is something so intense. When I was a Marine, man, I lapped that up too. They're oh, like, oh, right. bless you for being a hero. And I'm like, oh, well, you're welcome. It does feel good. But then to, and that kind of 
it almost ties into like those are the professions and maybe you have experienced some of it in your life as I have like when I when I I've dabbled in some of some positions like that I noticed there's a lot of fakers you know a lot of people that are only there for that title and if you were to dig even surface deep you would find a maybe not someone that you would hope to have that position of power or influence. Well, and there's, there's kind of a level of that tying in with all this is as you, as you deal with a bunch of pretenders mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to paint everybody. Like we've had some They're amazing people pretenders. on this podcast. I've had amazing coworkers. Oh yeah. You know, like, I, so if you think this is you, stop it. Stop being so vain. But if you I'm think it's talking you, about you, then you have a guilty conscience. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, but, uh, you know, you, you, you are in this world and let's just say the Christian universe, right? And and you, you deal with these people on Sundays and then you're talking with, with their child or their neighbor Mm -hmm. on a Wednesday Mm -hmm. and you hear like what they do in the workplace and, and how they treat their mom Mm -hmm. and how they treat their wife. And you're like, okay, but we just had like this glorious meeting where you talked about how Jesus and religion and prayer. And And we cried. Right. (laughs) But, but then you call your wife words. I'm not even going to say on this podcast. Like what is wrong? Yeah. You, you treat your mom like that. Like you have ripped off your neighbor thousands of dollars. Like, you know, and so, and so you get into all this, I I guess I'm just at this point in my life where it's like, I'm going to be me. Mm-hmm. And I kind of don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't. I no longer have to worry about what you know, one or two churches or nonprofits. What the the reflection I'm putting off now is solely then reflected back onto me. Mm-hmm. And I kind of then also want to succeed at doing nothing. Yeah, and, and I'm not doing nothing. Like, but but it's what society perceives as doing nothing. You and I are sitting in your dining room right now, recording episode 59. Yes. We have been paid zero dollars to do this. Right, and there's a couple things in there. Um, so first, like it's tough to 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 be in that place. Like I remember um, trying to become a musician, and I, I had this same idea. You know, I would look around me and go, the the, the music that I'm perceiving looks surface deep. You know, I, I just feel like people are buying a shiny guitar and uh, putting on the right clothes and getting a haircut and maybe putting eyeliner on or, you know, doing the, having the look, mm-hmm. but not really practicing the music. Like I thought they would be, mm-hmm. you know, I, I thought a musician sits there and practices their music and that's why they sound good. I, I wasn't, I didn't realize before I went into it that, well, there's a lot of auto tune. There's a lot of actual uh, tricks that guitarists and singers can use to make it look like they're doing something when they're not. And I was like, well, my, my percept, well, what I want to do then I think there at that point I was like, well, then I, I think I can't, I should be a musician because I want to do the thing and be the type of musician. That's what I would say is quote unquote more genuine, right? Mm -hmm. I want to strip everything away, be only the voice and the acoustic guitar, just practice and be open about my process and my improvements and not, not try to tell people like I'm amazing. I I would tell people, Hey, I just started this a year ago. Here's where I'm at. I hope you like it. But if you don't, Check me out next year. I'm going to be better. I guarantee mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And I thought that would be the perfect marketing thing. And for a while, maybe it kind of worked, but nowhere even near what could have been like if I would have just put on the eye makeup and wore the right stuff and bought a shiny guitar. 
Right. Like right in the beginning. Yep. I would be, I, I just know I would be more successful right now. And that's what I'm going to do moving forward. I'm going to do more shallow stuff just to get more attention to be like, hey, everyone that's not paying attention to this genuine thing I'm trying to do. Look over here for a second. I just need a minute of your time. And if you're one a person that likes this stuff, awesome. And if not, please tell your friends that do because this is what I'm trying to do. And, and the other thing I wanted to mention is that doing nothing thing, right? Because it's like, that's another hard part to get get over when you try to describe, hey, I want to be a podca- podcaster or I just want to work for myself and I want to do funny little videos or I want to do marketing for people in this in this like little easy way mm-hmm. that that works for me. Like I right. can do it in between or during my hunting trips or when I'm playing guitar. Yep. I want to do that and be in charge of my time, not some other manager. And um, the hardest part was um, first to get money for that. Cause that's the first thing you got to do because no one's going to believe that you're doing anything serious unless you get paid a couple dollars for it. Like someone got money out of their pocket and gave it to you and said, that thing that you're doing, that's good enough. Here's money. Yeah. And the second thing was then describing to er- and sometimes myself, and I've done this just this week too. I was, I was feeling very, um, very busy and I was feeling I, I, I had like a, a mini breakdown like in the middle of the day where I was just like oh my gosh I have so many things running through my my brain right now I think I just need to lay down and breathe and look at the ceiling for 10 minutes <laughs> and so but but what I'm tr- what I'm trying to describe is this doing nothing thing that I'm doing because um, it looks fun I, I'm, I look like I'm just playing a guitar and having a good time but in order to do that I wake up early I stretch, I, I make calls, I practice more than one genre of music, I, I have more than one instrument I'm trying to learn. I then get into the software th- side of things where I'm trying to record things. And then while I'm trying to improve just my own worth as a musician, I'm trying to um, organize four other guys in a band. I'm trying to lead them to their calendars and trying to get them a, to book a gig. I'm trying to get that owner to then call me back you know, because I'm not just some useless, you know, musician sitting around waiting for your call. I'm actually super busy and I, I have trouble keeping track of like the 10 people that I'm waiting for a callback from. Right. And I realized if you want to do nothing, if you want to have this life, you have to work harder than everybody. Mm-hmm. You, you have to do the things that everyone doesn't like instead of just going on American Idol. No, you have to go take music lessons with a metronome, with, yep. with a person that you might not like, and do the hard work first. And then you'll have something to then market. And it's just so hard to describe to people, like, no, I really am working. Like, this is hard for me. Like, I, my hands hurt. My voice is something that I'm always, like, worried about. I lost my voice last week because I overused it. Yeah. That was my fault. And it cost you money. It cost me 250 bucks, like, mm, like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh no way to get it back yep and And, and so with with all of this um i think i think you and i both are kind of you're you're further along most definitely but but we're both when when it comes to this podcast we're at this point where it's like we have to be okay telling people this is what we do Mm -hmm. which is hard Mm -hmm. to say because because it's uh, you know it's back in the day 10 years ago when you tell people you were a youtuber you know Mm -hmm. and they're like oh yeah. Oh, we still okay. la- we still laugh about that today. Yeah. Oh, you're right. a YouTuber, huh? Right. But one of the guys, you know, you and I have talked about maybe off air and on air, but uh, Jay Siemens, who I've followed since he had less than a thousand subscribers, and now he has over a hundred thousand. The fisherman guy. Right, and he's teamed up with one of the the nation's largest um, 
outdoor industry meat eater. Yeah. And it's like, oh, so everybody was kind of like, what are you doing with your life? Yep. And then now he's like, this is what I'm doing. I don't, I don't even care if I end up having, we end up having a hundred thousand subscribers to our podcast. Mm -hmm. What I do care is that, um, we continue to, to add value to people's lives, including, and maybe even more importantly, our own, Mm -hmm. that as we pursue this, we're having conversations, we're talking about topics and two people that, that we care about. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to pay off at the end. And we've said this a bazillion times. We're just going to keep sticking with it because it'll pay off in the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it, it's, it's hard work packing up all this equipment, making a different, like it would be so much easier if, uh, and no offense to we're no damn experts, but mm-hmm. they don't make cover art for every single episode. Right. Um, I, I make a unique piece of cover art. It takes me at least an hour. Every time I put that together and I have to upload all of these, right? Uh And then it's like, okay, how am I going to then present these on social media? And I try to do videos while we're recording and do different things like that, that, um, when we did Roadhouse, I feel I did a better job of taking pictures with like the microphone with burgers and different things. Right. And Mm -hmm. there's a lot, there's a lot of work. There's several hours into a hour long podcast that goes into it, but I appreciate the work. Mm-hmm. I'm only representing, well, I mean you and me, mm-hmm. but it's, it's me, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not representing an organization, a denomination, uh, a church body, mm-hmm. uh, 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 service, you know, I, I'm not, this is just me. And I'm, and, it, and it, maybe it feels more raw, but I want to answer the question when, when you say, are you, are you, is your, how's your stress level? Are you yeah. stressed? How's your stress level? I've never been as unstressed as I am right now. Mm-hmm. I remember those days. Um, so do you feel like, so I guess maybe not as much because um, I, I didn't, I didn't start from a, such a financially stable place. So in, in the first few right, months, you were taking more of a risk. Yeah. In the first than, few than months I'm taking, it was right. a little bit more like if I don't make these calls and get these shows, I don't pay my rent. And that, that was a, I look back and, and, and see it as a needed catalyst because no one likes making phone calls and talking to people that don't want to talk right. to you. But you have to do it if you want to pay the bills that month. That's right. And right. so, and so now it, it, maybe our, we haven't had a lack of success. Like mm-hmm. we're, we're growing maybe at a slower rate than you and I would like, but mm-hmm. we're growing. Yeah. Um, it would probably be more if the catalyst in it, we both needed it for our paycheck. Like rent. Like right. We would right. have money. But we, do, but we don't. Like right. the podcast is a fun thing that we eventually want to make money, but not to sidetrack from the things that actually are making us money because mm-hmm. that would be kind of silly. Right. Like we're making money doing these things. And it's almost like whenever I tell people now, like this is, I haven't told anybody. This is like the first official time I'm telling people like this. I don't want someone to tell me when I have to go to work. Mm-hmm. I don't want to rely on an, uh, someone else's success for me to be successful. I would say like, I want my skills to be so honed that I don't need to, um, I don't need to sell them to anybody. I, I want to be known already yep. for having certain skills and have those people that need those skills with money to pay for them, reach out to me. Right. Because once I got there, even a little bit, I'm not like totally self-sufficient as a musician, but 
a little bit people call me and I don't usually call them as much anymore. And when that started to happen, it was a glacial shift in right. how I how I saw myself. Yeah, because you know? now you've played at enough bars that when two bar owners get together and the one goes, oh, I need a show for this weekend. Mm-hmm. They go, call Joe. Yeah. I've got him right here. Oh, my gosh. And that's and that's the other thing yeah. is I, with, with our podcast, the more people um, in Great Falls and in Montana that we interview and they enjoy their time and we take care of them and, and their voice gets heard in a different way than has been heard before. Mm-hmm the more they're going to say, Hey, you should, you should probably go on this podcast. Yeah. Like that'll help get the word out about how you feel about this, you know? Um, and so that, that's where I'm hoping that we can get, but then also like you and I, um, I just found out there's a place in great falls that makes, um, pasties. Oh yeah. We're not going to gain 17,000 listeners by interviewing the, the, the pasty owner, but it's going to be a, I want to interview the person doing pasties because that's as Montana as it gets. It doesn't get any. What's a pasty, Joe? A pasty is a form of um, pastry mm-hmm. um, filled with just kind of hamburger and um, most of the time that'll be it, <laughs> just kind of hamburger and it's yeah. and it's wrapped in a pastry sort of dough and then kind of baked and the. Um, the topping of choice is brown gravy. Yeah. And this is made famous by Butte. Butte, Montana. Butte, Montana. Which has, was the capital of the world at one point. Yes, it was. Butte, Montana. Richest hill in the world. Yep. Um, that's where the Rockefellers and the Carnegies all made their money out of our dirt. Yep. So you're welcome. And there's still a pit there. There's still a huge, beautiful looking, but totally poisonous pit. <laughs> um, where was I going? Oh, and so I wanted to say... Um, so I know the person like we can, we can just message her. And so I, in one, my bluegrass band called, Oh, it had a great name. Dang, it's come to me. Anyways, um, the bass player, um, is the husband of that owner. All right. So yeah, we can just probably go in there and podcast and they've got a cool little seating area. Yeah. yeah. Right next to target over there. And Getting so I hungry. didn't know it existed. Mm. And, and that this isn't any, offense to them but i like i didn't know it existed that's how i know we're not going to get like a whole bunch of new followers by going over there right but i'm sure that they're amazing also it's montana i -hmm. love talking about montana things it's a cool little business too and so to try some some pasties for those of you outside of montana listening Mm -hmm. you'll get to like really taste montana as we're talking about it yeah and uh and that, that ties in, too, with, you know, kind of the direction of where the podcast is going, what we're doing. We have a bunch of ideas, and you mm-hmm. guys just got to stick along for the ride. We're going to try out a bunch of different ones. And whichever one sticks that we like the best, we'll probably just kind of go, oh, this is a reoccurring thing that we're going to do now. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, we're going to make some food with people. We'll have some signature dishes, certain places. That could be fun, or it could be too much work for us. Yep. Um, we have a signature brew of coffee mm-hmm. that was way too much work. Um, <laughs> so much work. And we haven't sold one bean. Not one. But, but we've learned a lot. And yeah. we can still sell you some if you want. <laughs> and so we, what we're going to do, actually, hopefully in this next week, is we're going to get it to where you can just buy it on Instagram. But I got to talk with Joe. I haven't set it up yet because Joe actually is the holder of the coffee. Oh, cur- and I'm the yeah. I'm the runner of the Instagram. So having mm-hmm. either I got to bring the coffee to my house or I got to get Joe on the. Inst- we got to mm-hmm. figure that part out. I could get um, on the Instagram. I could be more. We, yeah, we got to kind of figure out that. But you can just we can put a post up about coffee and people can just click 
and they'd be able to buy our coffee and it'd be way easier. Cause I think it's actually, it's a little too hard to buy coffee. Yeah. And a lot of our supporters, I would say they're at the $3 range right now. Okay. Okay. So we need something for three and we're asking five times that amount. Oh yeah. I gotcha. So if we had stickers, I bet we would have sold quite a few by now. Criminy. We got to get those. Done. Yeah. So we got to get stickers done. We have a logo so we can get them. Yep. And then like this sticker that's on our headset, we got to change that. Oh. Because this is just my Instagram logo. That's pretty cool still. it's it, Yeah, it's pretty cool. But like it'd be nice when people come on the podcast. Mm-hmm. They're not like, what's, Brian, what's Gus? Brian Gus? You know, they're like, oh, yep, this is the podcast I'm on. <laughs> I like it. Yep. Um, anyway, that was a whole sidetrack. We want, so we wanted to talk about my stress level. I'm good. Oh, the, the last thing to tie, tie a bow on that. Yes, I still believe in Jesus. Mm. Like that's, that's still me. Um, uh, maybe it's not as overtly known, but it's because that's not my job anymore is to make that overtly known. Mm-hmm. I prefer to be the person that can see my lifestyle and what I do and how I can still be a normal person, but then also still believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I believe he, he leads my life. I still pray. I do, I, I do all those things. I'm just not now paid to, to present that to everyone. And so when the opportunity comes up on this podcast and we do want to talk about something spiritual, I'm still there. I, I'm, I'm still right there. So if any of you were worried about that, please don't be worried about that. Um, I still love my wife and my children. I still am, am motivated and excited. Uh, but uh, yeah, no. And, and I, I also wanted to just say thank you, Joe, for, for checking in and asking. Yeah, man. You know, I haven't had a lot of people, they, they've known I've been unemployed for several months mm-hmm. and I have four kids living in my home. Mm-hmm. They haven't asked how I'm doing. Come on, friends. You um, know, haven't you been there? And so, so <laughs> Joe, um, as being a real friend, I appreciate that. You, you in the course of us, um, you know, rekindling our friendship since, you know, June or July have given um, some great examples of what a friend really should be. Um, as far as encouraging to, you know, pursue things, uh, a counselor through, you know, difficult hardships, uh, sayer of truth when maybe I've done something that, that you have been irked or hurt or mm. confused about. Um, and so all of those things are what a, a gentleman, what a man and what a friend should be. And so I appreciate that. Well, thanks, man. Um, I'm here for a, you. You've been a great example of that. And uh, so if any of you are looking for a friend, uh, Joe is here for you. Yeah, you can add me <laughs> in as a friend on Facebook, even though I stop adding people. So you send me a message and be like, hey, I'm a real person. And Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I go through phases where I'll just add people, but I'm never on Facebook. Yeah, it's a weird, you know, I've noticed now the differences that people are talking about with Instagram oh, and Facebook. So man. with so with Facebook, I feel like I should be complaining about politics yep. or giving somebody a hot take or a meme or something. Yep. And then on Instagram, it seems like just people do just share pictures. And here's a picture. Like, I love watching like a 30-second picture of some dude jamming on his bass guitar, smiling, yeah, yeah. you know, and like, yeah, I love this. And I don't yeah. know. It's and fun. then on, on Facebook, yeah, I had, so um, I'm going to try to like keep names out of it, but um, somebody, somebody had done something in the community that is frowned upon. Mm-hmm. Um, by by decimating and and what do you call it destroying you know public property yeah. disrespectfully mm-hmm. one of the people shared that post and said anybody that does this is 
you're a piece of garbage. Okay. And that person I personally know has done <laughs> those things. <laughs> You've done that before. Like when I read the post, I thought when I went through a list of suspects in my head, they were on it. Right. And okay. I'm like, okay, like maybe you're trying to show people you're a changed change person, you know, something. It's so difficult for me to be on there and, and it's as unreal as you can get. Mm-hmm. But then you also get some people really trying to be real, but Facebook doesn't want to share that. And so I'll see like a four old day post from a grandma where she misspelled everything in it, but she's telling people about how her doctor's appointment went. Yeah. And the one you really wanted to see. Right. Right. Dang it. Right. And like, nobody liked it. Nobody sees it. She probably doesn't feel very loved. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, ugh. but this one that says, let's go Brandon. And is somebody promoting a, a shirt and not wearing a mask, even though Facebook's against all of that, they are sharing, mm-hmm. they're sharing it. Yep. Letting people see it. Ugh, let's not talk about social media anymore. Yeah, Facebook is irksome for sure. Yeah, and so there is a huge difference. And I know they're both run by the same company. Yeah, for sure. But Instagram, maybe maybe that's part of their marketing ploy is they want to get rid of Facebook. So they're just making it as streamlined. Gross as possible so oh, that yeah. Instagram just looks better. Or I've, like if you talk about like your mental and emotional state after scrolling through one of those Facebook, I feel frustrated, annoyed, and angry. Uh-huh. Instagram, I kind of don't want to get off there because it's just happy. Uh-huh. And, and, and I'm like, oh, I want to like that because I want to support what you're doing, sir. Uh-huh. I like that you're motivational and you're this and you're that. I like these things. Uh-huh. Facebook, I'm like, nah, I don't like most nah, of you I people. need a dislike button. I, I did a funny thing where I was unfollowing people ruthlessly. Like mm-hmm. even some of my best good close friends, like if they were doing a play-by-play of a of a football game, like they would just like uh, as their status, they would go nice nice work, ref, yeah, or whatever. And I knew that they were watching a game and just doing live hot takes from the game. I would unfollow that person <laughs> because I don't like football and right. I don't I don't want to be forced to know what's going on in the game. Okay? Right, right, right. <laughs> that seemed I felt. It felt forced. I would use another word, but it seems a bit... I would use the R word. Mm. That seems mm-hmm. a bit harsh, but that's what it felt like. And so I unfollowed every single person that likes football. So I have no idea probably what... That's why I don't know what Aaron Roberts is doing ever. Rogers. Why do I keep doing No, Roberts? wait. Did I do it right? Wait, oh, are oh, you sorry. talking about the famous football player or our friend? Our friend. Okay, Roberts. Roberts. So like yeah. he would do that, I'm pretty sure. Well, let's, for example, I would I would. He's not on him. social media very much at all. So if he ever did that, I would just unfollow him going, oh, man, I really like you, everything about you. I want to know what you're saying, but just because you wanted me to know what was going on in the Falcons game, you can die a fiery death on social media, metaphorically, not in real life. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, and well, and then I... You, you, you then start getting into this uh, echo chamber, right? Mm-hmm. You start unfollowing all these people that you don't want to hear what they're saying. Yep. And then you start, like, not even in a, in a good way, you start hearing these people that are supporting your ideas. Yeah. And, and it's only your ideas, mm-hmm. but in, in an angry, vicious way. And, yeah. And, and it's, oh. Both sides have them. You yeah. know, like, I don't like the way you said that. Just yeah. so you know. Like, I, I, I saw a friend's suggestion of someone who was, like, my best friend in high school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm not friends with this person? What the heck happened? And uh, I went to their page, and I was like, oh, yeah, I, un- <laughs> I, un- I unfriended them. Whoops. Yep. <laughs> it was just all hate. Like, every yep. day it was something hateful. And I was like, yeah. okay, I just don't want to participate. Like... Just if you want me to know that you know that, I, I already know. 
Well, I, I <laughs> and so that's the thing about the podcast. I would love for this thing to kick off without the need of social media at all. <sighs> Impossible. Right? Oh like God. I would love for... Take out an ad in the newspaper or something. Right. I have no idea how, <laughs> but it would be so awesome if we just didn't have to do anything on social media and everybody just was like, you know, you, you shared it in a, in a text or maybe like a, a private message, you know, you have to use the social media for that, but a direct message and you just shared it and it went this, this viral word of mouth mm-hmm. kind of way. Yeah. And we didn't have to make reels, which yeah. are funny and they're fun to do, uh-huh. but I just wish we didn't have to do that. Yeah. I, I almost, I had an idea of doing like a local zine, you know, like these local tiny little magazines, mm. publish it yourself, make it like four pages mm-hmm. and then just have information about your stuff. And then maybe a few other little sponsors and only have it at three coffee shops or wherever you think your listeners would be. Right. Um, but therein lies another project, you know, you got to print it, got to design it, got to think about me. It was, should I have another little funny little articles in it? You know, it's like another project again. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, I don't know. But I mean, to me, I was like, well, if I could get that done, maybe that would be my, like I like to say, guerrilla marketing thing, word of mouth deal, and we could subvert the whole social media thing. But then I'd probably want to have my own Facebook page for that zine <laughs> so people would know where to go get it. Right. So then they right. could... F- and then we'd want like a special event of like the the soft open and then the yeah. grand opening of the Great Falls zine. Yeah. Great Falls zine. Great Fallsian zine. I don't know. Great Fallsian zine. It's Ugh. it's a good idea until you try to do it. Yeah. And there's so much. And so we're going to continue to be, we're going to continue to try to get better at, at, at podcasting and also social media and, and getting the word out there. But a, a lot of this relies on you guys. If you think somebody will like what we're talking about, send it to them. Yeah. Or maybe if you think someone would hate it and they're going to just like you know, share it and just like rip us a new one. Yeah, do that too. That could help. I mean, yep. bad press is, is just still press. It's still press. More Let's people, go, Brandon. People would be like, oh, <laughs> what's wrong? What's, well, I want to listen to these people to see how terrible they really are so I can also spew hate. Right. And then hopefully they would listen and go, I like these guys. I kind of think <laughs> now we need to title this Let's Go, Brandon. Ugh. Just to be clickbaity. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like we're we're literally talking about not wanting to be clickbaity oh, yeah. on this podcast. That's right. So I think the the idiocracy of it should be clickbaity. I'm I'm only going to go along with this on one condition. Okay. If we give it a twist, like let's make it let's go brandy, and make people think we've misspelled it, or oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. If we could do that, I'm I'm in. Yeah, because I don't want to be I don't want to be in lumped in a even if it's momentarily. Lumped so what do you, what do you think? What do you think other? for what do you think for a different title then? Like completely not even on that. Okay, because um, you're good at the titles. Oh gosh, Click. I think I think you can look through our 59 episodes, and maybe this is a challenge for any of you <laughs> listeners. And you can you can go through, and you could probably pick the ones that Joe titled, and the ones that I was just like, I'm a, I got to come up with a title. Uh-huh. You can pick the ones that Joe titled and I titled. I, I mean, think you can do that. Maybe. What about... Um, <laughs> okay, this might be a little juvenile, but what about Master Clickbaiters? Ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. It just came to me. I was like, I yep. don't know. It, is it... Because, I mean, it walks the line. I don't want it to be too, like... 
too much of uh, that sort of humor, but just enough is fun, you know? Well, and, and that, that goes into a little bit too of, you know, there's a certain line we try not to cross. Uh-huh. There's been a few guests where we haven't really pre told them kind of who our audience and demographic is. Yeah. And they dropped a few, you know, John Harris was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I dropped an F-bomb on this show. Sorry, on everybody. this one, yeah. We'll have to label it. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. But, but like, we haven't really told them. And then some of you may be shocked that, mm-hmm. that that's how it's been. But what is our demographic? Like, I don't, who are we looking for? I don't know. I don't know either. Because, um, I mean, when my kids said that they were listening, I'm like, cool. Now know? we need to make sure we're pre-teens. saying, like, yeah, preteen okay things. Well, I just want to be... I don't know. It's just cool to think about like, okay, well, I was just thinking about like my friends, people, my age, my speed. And Mm -hmm. then I'm thinking, well, is, is that who I want? Or do I want a lot of people? Do I want from old and young that are, that just kind of like conversations and stuff like this. Cause that's right. kind of what I'd rather. I don't want to speak to just one. Style I don't of just want to speak to 40 year old males. Nah. I mean, I, I am a 40 year old male. So, you know, I, I love you guys, you know, represent, but you're not the only people out there. Right. right. And so like there's, uh, there's a few 13 year old girls listening. Yeah. 12 year old, 11, you know, yeah, it's like, huh, age. we kind of need to be okay. And I would love it if they would share it with their friends. And wouldn't it be cool if we got, like popular amongst like kids. I mean, whatever, whatever. But I mean, just popular. Have you seen some of the YouTube channels that are popular with that that age? That demographic is. We'd have to huge. go way more into sound effects, zany stuff. Zany. Oh, you know, I have been getting into um, the commentary YouTube. So if you go on to, um, apparently, there's even a metric for people who just sit and they have this opinion. I'm going to tell you about opinion about K-pop or I'm going to tell you about an opinion I have about this other YouTuber that everyone seems to like, but I think they're garbage and that's it. That's their whole video. It can be 20 minutes. It could be an hour. What if we just did that about Montana things? If we could do it about Montana things, maybe we could do it about Rocky Mountain oysters, huckleberries. We could definitely, I think we should, I think we should definitely have topics. No, No, the topic idea is so good. Like, because that would kind of give people a little... Because, I mean, we're just two dudes talking, which is nice. But what I've realized is, um, you know, trying to really take a look at myself. Um, I'm not like a trained comedian. Well, so like, like this episode in particular, why would one of our listeners share it? Right. Like, um, who are they going to share it to? You know, Maybe somebody else frustrated with social media. Yeah, or people also trying to get into doing what we're doing, right? But, right creation but if we had a a topic so when we had roadhouse it's really simple why people would want to share it because we were talking about burgers and this famous and this place super famous restaurant Mm -hmm. here in town so when we talk about pasties people can share it when we talk about coffee people can share it because they have a coffee friend and so that makes it easier for people to be on our side then we have some in the middle that are like this where we just talk about what you and i've done because i went on vacation too uh-huh. Right, like we can totally like get into all of that. I don't, I don't know. I, I know when we started this podcast, we're like we're going to share about our lives, but I don't know how interested people are into like me going and shooting a wild hog in Florida. Right, it's weird. It's weird to think about when you don't have like a script, you know, or a plan, and then we're not thinking about who our listeners are. I mean, we have a yeah, vague we're just, generalization. We're just you and I talking. Because mm-hmm. like I saw the Falcon Nine land for its tenth time cool do you know how cool that was i mean and it was all an accident mm-hmm. 
we were we were gonna go to a park. It was the last day we were in Florida. Mm-hmm. We were gonna go to a park, and we were kind of parked out. We'd only been to two the whole week. Yeah, but we were just like, oh, it's so much walking, and it's expensive food, and yeah. every drink is n- at least nine dollars, whether it's a Coke or a rum and Coke. Like it doesn't matter. Like it's at least nine dollars. Yeah. Like why don't we go to the beach? Because we're so close. Like yeah, let's go to the beach. And then like like a few hours before we left, well the night before, a few hours before we went to bed the night before, we found out there's there's a launch. And so we needed to leave an hour earlier than we had planned so we could get there for the launch. And we were about a mile away. Whoa. And you could, you, we saw the rocket go up. We saw it do like these green flashy things really high up. I think it's where it like the booster released. Cause that's what, that's what comes back down and lands is like mm-hmm. the main booster that gets everything up there. And then other things continue into space. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like three minutes later out of nowhere, this booster just comes in and it lands perfectly. And then like before it took off, of course, we didn't like know where it was. We knew the d- general direction, but not exactly where it was coming from. Mm-hmm. When it landed from a mile away, you could see this rocket, Whoa. this booster. You could see it just plain as day. It was the coolest thing. And to know that like just a few years ago, that was history. Mm-hmm. Having a rocket return, it used to just crash into the ocean and never get used again and you know, be put in a museum. And now Elon has done this crazy thing where he's reusing booster rockets. Cool. And it's just amazing. Yeah. And I've never hunted outside of the state of Montana. Yeah. And it's weird to think like, what what part of that would listeners want to hear about? I mean, hunting maybe? Because we got hunters listening. You got to. Yeah, yeah. There's know. definitely some people that listen that are. Travel though to other states? I don't know. You know? Because we, we're a Montana podcast. You know what I would say is, I think people would be interested to hear your take on, um, like maybe not for this podcast because we're getting about an hour. Mm-hmm. But. Like as a Montanan, your like not only like what oh, were your perceptions yeah, and yeah. reactions to the differences like with the state, with the hunt, with, with pe- whatever you found, Ooh. but then maybe their reactions to you if you had any um, interaction where the fact that you're from Montana came up. Oh, you know, and so what we totally got to do that. I have yeah. a lot of things to say about that. Okay, so that'll be. I mean, maybe not. Yeah, it might be the next podcast. Let's do the next podcast where we um, talk about. We talk about how Montanans... How Montanans travel. Travel, yeah. And Mon- what people, th- what their perception is of us and what our perception is of them. Yeah. And like, so we're going to talk about the differences in food, restaurants, shopping, just out in the, the airport. Mm-hmm. There's a thing called Uber. Yep. If, when you're in Montana, you don't really know about Uber. Mm-hmm. But there is a thing called Uber. So we know handy. We know more about Uber Eats. We do. Than we do about Uber Rides, which is like why the company exists yeah and so yeah we'll talk about all that and the differences in hunting too because i really actually do want to talk about those because it may also bring up things that people don't know about hunting here in montana mm-hmm. that i just kind of know but people may not know yeah and so that would be really good yeah i might do that if i can get out of state you know like i it's always really interesting for me to go play music in another state mm-hmm. you know and and when people find out that you're a montanan or you and then you meet other musicians maybe it is always striking because we're I, you don't realize it but we're different mm-hmm. i so i don't know we're better i'm just kidding well <laughs> so so there's not a lot of dishonesty there yeah, well, I would say for music, my one example is most musicians know a Montana musician as someone who's going to come in and get it done. Like, we're going to have our stuff, we're going to know our songs, and we're going to know how to set up our own sound, usually. And so, Yeah, and, and like, for all of you outside of Montana, 
when you're in Montana, you don't realize how beautiful of a place you live in. Yeah, for sure. Like the mountains, the, 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 um, wildlife you can see, mm-hmm. the, the open spaces, um, the, the spaces in between houses. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then like just going to a restaurant and yes, it's not a hundred percent of the plate. You can run into a bad waitress, but a bad waitress in Montana is a good one elsewhere. Mm. Like it's amazing how nice people are. We may not always think that, right? right. You, you get depressed, you get stuck in your, your ways, but like Montana is so nice. Yeah. There's so many nice people. There's so many um, welcoming to, to walk down the street in Main Street, Great Falls. Mm-hmm. Y- you will not make it two blocks without waving or, or saying hello to someone, right. which is, is actually considered rude elsewhere. Yeah, they're like, if, what are if you, you were to, to like stop someone on their journey to wherever they're going and say hello, <laughs> they think you want something from them. Yeah, they're like, right? Like you're trying this. to sell them something or or trick them out of something or just interrupt them. Mm-hmm. And here in Montana, it's actually rude not to say hello. Yeah, and so that's a complete culture shift. And so if you're outside of Montana, this may be like a kind of a new thing for us to discuss. I really like that idea. So that'll yeah. be the next podcast. Cool. And yeah, we'll talk about how people wave at you when you're yeah. driving. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's, an, there's a lot of interesting things about the differences between people who have, and you can be an out-of-stater and then you get here and maybe it takes about five years, maybe three for some. Some people just get here and they were already Montanan when they were living in California. They just didn't know it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you, you just kind of acclimatize yourself to, and I think you don't realize it because you're too busy acclimatizing yourself to the cold. Like you're waiting for your blood to thicken so you can like live here and not freeze to death. But then in that, like your personality kind of changes and it kind of, it mirrors ours. And we're usually, we're, um, we're n- we don't have many words. That's why people know I'm from out of state because I'm. I, once you get me going, I can be a, a very gregarious talker. You, know? you have a podcast. I do have a podcast as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we choose our words carefully here. Um, friendly is all heck. I mean, you can't sit down at a bar with. I mean, you can say hello to whoever you want at a bar, and they can be sitting wherever in the bar, and ninety nine percent chance you can just sit down and have a beer with that stranger. And, yep. and they'll be like, sure, yeah, yeah let's talk, you know? And, yeah. just so, and that is not something you find <laughs> anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe you do, but I haven't been there. Maybe Texas. It's a rarity, and it's something that they have to work really hard at. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard in Montana to have a welcoming place be unwelcoming. Mm-hmm. Like, that, you have to work for that. Yeah. But most places are just welcoming because that's how Montana is. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. And so, yeah, we'll, we'll dive into that on the next podcast. Um, this podcast has, has been good. Yeah. And I'm excited to be back. I feel good uh, getting back in with Joe. We, it's like might be the longest we've been apart. Yeah. It was a week off. Yeah. Like, and, and we didn't like stop like right when I left. It was maybe a day or two before I left. Yeah. But, but proud of us. We didn't miss a podcast. Nope. We planned ahead. We didn't have to phone anything in. Like, it was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah. We, we did, made it. Yeah. We did a good job. And I even I even had stuff up on Instagram for the days that we had releases. And so yep. I, was, I was proud of that, too. Nice work. So, uh, so yeah. 
we appreciate all of you. One more shout out to Stephen. Uh, he said it is um, bull and bear market. Yes, and Melanie let me know that it is Rainbow Dash. Rainbow Dash. Is the rainbow-colored pony. And we couldn't think of either one of those. Yeah, I know I, I make it sound like I, I am a brony, or I am a person that just loves and is so into the show. I just, I'm not. I, <laughs> I'm just interested in the idea. So some people so. <laughs> could be confused by that. What I understand, and maybe I'm wrong too, uh-huh. is that you, you are more intrigued by the person intrigued by it yes, yes. than you are intrigued by it. Yes, I'm, yeah. I, I'm mildly intrigued. It's like I get why it's a popular show. That yeah. sort of thing. Like I see the quality. I'm just not gonna. I'm never by myself watching. <laughs> never right. ever ever. Yeah. Um, but I am so intrigued by grown men who are like, "This is my life now." Right. And they want they they'll take you aside and be like, "Hey man, I need to tell you something. I love my little pony. And I'm not ashamed. <laughs> I just ugh, I'm gonna go to San Diego. I'm gonna get in one of these brony cons. Yeah. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sh- let my freak flag shine baby amongst my friends i just want to go to one of those you know what i right. mean more for like the people engagement i just want to watch them right i want to see and so is is that that's not in a pandering way right mm. like you don't want to go and not be to like, make fun i wouldn't right, say right no like you're not going to like i have to see this thing that i find so dumb no yeah like like you're intrigued i'm intrigued intrigued true intrigue mm-hmm. when you see a flower and you're like wait is that real or fake right right and mm-hmm. you so you go up and you smell it and you touch it and you're like oh it's mm-hmm. it's fake or it's real mm-hmm. and so you want to go up and and not to be gross what's but you want to touch the guy what's happening and smell him and say are you real well, yeah. or is this all a persona is that this, you're putting on just yeah. because it's this negative attention that's getting you a few more likes or dislikes but it's at least getting you attention mm-hmm and I, it reminds me of being in the Marines. Um, and when I got in the Marines, I was I, I considered it a subculture. I was like, wow, this is a group of guys and girls that have their own lingo, um, take certain things super seriously, and um, look down on certain things. And it's just weird. It's like a whole culture, and everyone agrees, and everyone's the same with the same haircut. And uh, the next, because I was in California at that time, I was I was kind of likening Marines to surfers. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if you ever met a true surfer, that's all they do. That's all they think about is, oh, is yeah, I saw being, some of those down on the beach. Just yep. just being on the wave and that's all they care about. Just getting enough money and food to afford the board and the shorts. And uh, And you bring up like um like the car you're driving, you're like, Oh, that couldn't fit a snowboard or uh, a surfboard. Yep. You're like, Oh, I went and ate at this restaurant. Oh, too far from the beach for me. Like everything relates everything. back to surfing. Yep. Oh, how's the weather? Not good for surfing. You I, know, like. I was just watching a show called, uh, Melanie was checking out this show called, uh, Naked and Afraid in Love. Uh-huh. Okay. So a dating thing, a totally weird show where they're all naked and stuff. And there was a guy who was like, yo, so I'm like a surfer and uh, I just like the lifestyle and I like the way I look. You know, he was like, I am a surfer. That's yeah. it. And I, I kind of went away and I wasn't really paying attention, but I noticed that he was one of the first people to leave. And I was like, oh, what happened to surfer guy? And she's like, oh, he missed the waves. He literally just wanted to be surfing again. Not, not on this beach with naked women that maybe want to date him <laughs> so so on that note not to completely sidetrack no, I'm, done, I'm, yeah. I'm reaching out to somebody that was on that show this week mm. to try to get them on our podcast naked and afraid or naked and afraid in love not in love oh okay, okay. not in love so they were actually surviving times. yeah she was actually she's a survivalist naked and afraid in love it was like 
there, it made it look like they had to find food, but it, everyone had perfectly shaved legs, mm. like buttery smooth at all times. And their makeup was perfect at mm. all times. Mm. And not once, well, maybe once did they say, oh, we better find some water. But it was after they were going on a nature hike of their own volition for no purpose other than pleasure. Yeah. To, and it was up a mountain and they were thirsty. And they're like, oh, where's the water at? <laughs> that was it. I was like, okay, so this is this is just a show, a dating yeah. show where they have to use a lot of blurry lines because they really are naked the whole time. Yeah. And then I see them sitting down on the beach or sitting down places. I'm like, really? Sitting down? Just like that? It, every it, The whole show made me cringe. Should, <laughs> we, should we do an episode of the podcast, N- Naked and Afraid? The last best Naked and Afraid? Ooh, I wouldn't be able to. Or just you and I just sit at your dining room table? I can't even think. I can't even like picture. I can't even imagine us doing it just like shirtless. And guys are okay, you know. I'm not a shirtless guy either. Yeah, I I I took my shirt off at the beach, and you're like, and I'm like, this is weird. Mm -hmm. And that's that's just a culture thing. Yep, yep. it's just a culture thing. I've just never been okay just ripping off my shirt. I'm like a pasty white sort of hairy male and i've never been okay you know <laughs> with like hey check this out baby you yeah. know and i'm always self-conscious okay so. i'm gonna work towards that that's my 2022 goal shirtless i'm brian. gonna be shirtless brian by the end of 2022 that i can just whenever i can just take off my shirt well you should make sure you get a tattoo someplace where you have to take off your shirt to show people to show them to, yeah. and instead of just like pulling up your shirt the move is just take it right off just take it all the way off and i have these like like abs and it's perfectly yep. tan underneath all of that. Yes. Yeah. And maybe yes. a scar. I probably need to get a scar too. Yeah. I mean, I was, yeah. this is where I was attacked by an eagle. We could get Stefan uh, from, what's the name of his tattoo place? Uh, Alpha. Alpha, Al- Alpha Tattoo. Alpha which Tattoo. Which I'm, I'm, texting, I'm texting him this week as well. Maybe he'll get you some scars with some of that and piercing stuff, man. So you're usually our scheduler, and I feel weird anytime I try to schedule something. I'm waiting on a text back from him just to let you know, um, but I only messaged, I think I messaged... Did you message him or his wife? I messaged his Facebook messenger, so okay, so, he may not even So here's see what it. I'm going to do, is I'm actually going to give you her number. Okay. And that's how we can schedule stuff. I can do that. And so I'm going to give it to you just because the, the one with Naked and Afraid, like I've met her. Oh, yeah. You know, like I'm going to have to schedule that one. She won't know me. Yeah. Right. But this one, they met both of us. Mm-hmm. So either one of us texting will be okay. And I just, I feel like I'm intruding on like what you're good at mm-hmm. and what you bring to the table. And so I would, I would rather have you schedule it. <laughs> but I'm not trying to put something off like I could. Okay, I'll Does let that you make know. Sense? Okay, I'll let you know if I get overwhelmed because okay. I was feeling overwhelmed last week. But it wasn't just the podcast; it was oh man, band projects, and personal stuff, and yeah, so many things. Were yeah, and so all yeah, if you don't want to, I'll totally text her. But uh, yeah, but I'll let you know. Okay, I won't just suffer in silence. That's that was a thing I learned years ago. That was a, one of, one of the great things I learned at being a musician. For those looking into. Um, Looking into getting getting after your own deal, you know, all of a sudden, um, shoot, I lost my train of thought. What was I talking about? You can keep your train of thought if you yeah. <laughs> become a musician. Um, what was it? I don't know where you were headed with it. Mm. I was following you, though. What was I saying? Uh, something about being uh, the good thing about being a musician and uh, getting after your own thing. It, it, I know I was going, it was something, some other skill or thing happens to you when you are passionate about whatever the thing is that you find. So I found music 
And damn, this is probably not even going to be my point, but this is what I'm going to go with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. when when I became a musician, all of a sudden, the personality that I had was it was more of a chameleon. Like I didn't know what I didn't have anything that I stood for per se. I just wanted everyone to like me. That was my number one goal. But then after I found music and something that I I made my own, I formed opinions on it. And those opinions became super important to me. And if someone had a different opinion than mine, I would argue my side all of a sudden instead of just letting, oh, okay, that's what you think. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll go along with that. All of a sudden, when I found my passion, my thing, I had an opinion. I, I had a play. I had a foundation to stand on, and and it felt good. It felt like, oh, this is how I can assert myself and find out that not everyone has to like me, but if I'm a genuine person and I put myself forward in a genuine way as much as I can, and be vulnerable, the people that do want to be around me and the people that I want to be around will just naturally kind of organize themselves into a place that we're going to be in the same place at the same time because if i'm saying things that a lot of people don't like let's say my opinions are different than yours well then you want to be you don't want to be around me and that's cool we won't waste each other's time and at first it's hard you know because you just want people to like you Mm -hmm. you're just you're just a nice guy Mm -hmm. you're just trying to slap a compliment on somebody here and there and if you got a project that I'd be interested in, please give me a call and keep me in mind. That's it. But once you got your thing, all of a sudden, it it almost feels like you you can be a little rough around the edges. You can be like that that owner of that business that maybe you've worked for, and you're like, man, that guy's a butthead. I wonder how he ever got successful because he's not nice to anybody. Well. He, that person has their thing. They don't. They don't have to ask permission. They don't have to do anything. They they've got their thing, and so they they just do. And if other people don't like it, they don't have to care because they've got their thing. And so I'm hoping that whatever we're doing, if we find our thing, or if we can describe our our stuff that we're finding and our success to you guys, that's what I want to do. I want I want everyone to find the same success that I seem to be finding, and that Brian's finding. If you want to find that same success and you're feeling these same sort of feelings that we are kind of describing, then continue to listen. Mm. We're, we're going to get better at describing how and what we're doing. And we hope that you guys follow along and join in and call us on the things that are not working so we can learn from you. True that. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, Brandy. <laughs> Am I not doing it right? Yeah, we're not doing it right. Let's go, Bryson. I, that's that's my nephew's name. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, I do want to tell everybody, remind everybody, we do have coffee for sale. Let us know if you want some, 15 bucks. We do have a discount code with Absolute Aid. Mm-hmm. LBC10 gets you 10% off. It also gives us a little cut. And then you can also go to Alpen Fuel if you want some granola meal it doesn't you don't have to be going to the back country if you are going to the back country definitely get this it's delicious it is so delicious and we so i think for the next podcast we also have to try the new one they've now released it and we have two that are like pre-release new ones that we need to eat and we can do the before and after before he added more white chocolate and cranberries whatever he added i can't remember what it was yeah um and so i'll have to i'll have to order one but anyway you can use podcast 15 for 15% off on the Alpen Fuel website. Both those links are below. 
We are also working in the month of January. We're going to try to get a uh, 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 shopping. What is it called? Uh, Amazon shop. Oh, an affiliate shop or whatever. Right. Where you can go to that shop and see anything in our life you want to use. We'll have links in there. And these are all ways that you can support us where while you're still just buying stuff you need in your life yeah. rather than us doing any kind of like, and who knows, maybe someday we do like a Patreon or something. Yeah. yeah. But right now that's not what we're, we're interested in. We just want fluid, easy, non-salesman-y kind of support. Yeah. That's what we want. To start off. And when that yeah. doesn't work, we're going we're gonna, to lay on that gonna, salesman yeah. stuff so We're, we're working on getting a few advertisements, so there may be some commercials added, but they're not going to feel like commercials. We want to keep them in in the show and natural. Yeah. And so, um, you know, Absolute Aid does give us a cut. And actually, during this podcast, they, they said, how are things going and how can we um, help help you in your life's pursuits? Dang, bro. They, they messaged. And so they're really interested. They're go-getters. And so check them out if you're into some CBD uh, uh, gummies, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that, that help with, with any of that. Can you message them back and say, send my partner Joe um, some recording gear for his studio? <laughs> yeah. Or like a, give him a credit at a local music store. That yeah. would help. Or a sound room. <laughs> yeah. like a, that's what we should do. We should make sound our own room. company that has portable, you know how they do like the pack your own and you put it in the box yeah that box is dropped off but it's just a sound room and you just run an extension cord to it and then there's a sound room now in your driveway for a couple weeks perfect so that's our new business that's trademarked like a pod situation yeah sweet we could call it the pod (laughs) podcast (laughs) podcast. (laughs) i i eventually want us to buy a van Uh i want all of our podcasts to be out of a van that has four chairs and a table in it Oh, remember remember yeah. the town and countries yep. that had the table and it was so hard to, to set up when we were selling cars? Terrible was, idea. Was, but so a bigger van than that, but yeah. a table in it, and then all of our podcasts are just in the van. That'd be cool. I think it'd be fun. Anyway, it's been a great show. We actually outran the background music. Watch it's out. done now. It's done now. Here. More it's background music. Okay, it's so back there. We can you. end with a little bit of And you um, just feel warmth. right about, yeah. about turning it off. It does feel right. It does. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. Check the, the 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 links down below for any of that stuff. Follow us on Instagram. Share with a friend. We love you. I've been Brian. I've been Joe. We'll, we'll see, see you next show. show.